Hey, it's Chris, the Dating Doc, and in this episode, we're going to use Thanksgiving as an example on how to communicate properly with partners, with family members, friends, et cetera, et cetera. And we're also going to talk about art. Stay tuned. Chris, the Dating Doc here, and what can I say? What can I say? Life is grand. It really is. Right? When a lot of people think, oh, how, how's, how's life been? Watch well, has been busy, right? They never think of, well, no, overall, how are you? Are you healthy? Do you have all your limbs? Are you treating well? Are you treating yourself well? Are other people treating you well? And why not, right? That's, that I think, are the real questions you should ask when you say, hey, how, how is life? Most of the time, people just want to talk about how busy they are. Okay, well, busy doesn't mean you're truly living life to even think about that question. But no, life, life is grand. And I normally look at it as equilibrium and balance. Very synonymous. I look at the fact that, you know what? I'm making enough money to where I don't have the anxiety of I'm going to go hungry or more importantly, my child's going to go hungry. I, I don't think about that. I do think of the fact that I stay busy and I need to kind of dial that a little bit down because I need to define why do I keep myself busy? Do I want to feel important? Do I want to feel like I have a purpose? Am I just wanting to take advantage of white space and say, I got got to stay busy, right? So I'm just busy enough between military career, between being a parent, between business, staying in shape, self-development, hobbies, friends, etc., etc. Oh, and my own dating life. Yes, ironically, the dating doc still is dating. So I know I found a little bit of balance with that, but I, I, need, to, I need to tip the skills a little bit more to the left, which is finding time to just relax and recenter. So we talked about the money piece. We talked about the, the busy, busy bee life. And then talking about the mental and spiritual piece of it. Am I giving myself enough time to come back to who I am? Yes. And not only through books, right? Because a lot of a lot of us become addictive. We become these bibliophiles. We're like, oh, cool. We got all this information. I've seen all the TEDx episodes. I'm developing myself. But no, part of that too is shutting all that down, including the journaling and just chilling out. Truly, truly just... Be like, hey, it's been a while, Chris. It's been a while. Let's talk. And I'm aware of that. I'm aware that I need that time to where I don't need to promote. I don't need to get on Audible and run through the minutes and hours of what I'm reading. No. Just need to be able to relax and recenter. Which is different from just completely being lazy. But that's important too. So what else do we have? We have an upcoming singles mixer on December 10th. Shout out to San Antonio Singles. Or heck, if you're in the surrounding area, even Austin, come on down December 10th at Scoozy's Italian Grill. We have a wine mixer. It's a winter and wine wine mixer. The best part of this is that it's not just speed dating. When a lot of people think of singles mixers, they think, oh, it's going to be a speed dating event. But no, what we're going to have is we're, we're going to have these cards. They're the size of a business card called the Connect card. I had different names. I like the Flirt card and the Rendezvous card, but we went with the Connect card. And on the back of this Connect card, if you see someone at the event you're interested in, you can go up to them or you can have one of our staff members give them the card. It's like kind of like a love letter. It says, hey, I'm interested in you. Next round's on me. 
or I enjoyed our conversation, right? If this is someone that you interacted with. And the great thing about it is just beats out swiping, mindlessly swiping and hoping you don't get catfished. And on top of that, a portion of the proceeds will go back to Down Home Ranch. Down Home Ranch is a nonprofit dedicated to bettering the lives of those with mental challenges through outdoor activity, learning opportunities, and best of all, working on a ranch. So if you're interested in going to this event, again, it's on, it's December 10th, head to the datingdoc.com and click on events for more information. The other part that I need to talk about that's very important because, well, Black Friday is coming up, right? And as much as I am against this addiction to consumerism, I'm a business, okay? I'm a businessman, just like I'm a businessman. Go and join our newsletter so you don't miss out on all the Black Friday specials. These will only be announced over email. So it's the only way you're going to receive exclusive promo codes. Don't miss out. Go to thedatingdoc.com. Scroll down about halfway. You'll see a part that's self-explanatory. It'll say, join our newsletter. And the best thing of all is not only do you get promo codes, coupons, all this, all this discount stuff, you'll also receive tips and advice that you may not see on our social media platform. So really the good thing about it is it goes straight to your inbox. Let's say, you know, God forbid they got rid of Instagram and social media, you're still going to be able to get this information through your newsletter. So uh, through your inbox, through my newsletter, I should say. So again, go to the datingdoc.com, join our newsletter and uh, take advantage of some great Friday special deals. So Let's go into this next section. I'm going to talk about a little little thing that uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this Thanksgiving, let's get into art. So in that last section, we talked about taking time for yourself, right? Uh, Discerning the difference between pure laziness and also recentering truly truly coming back to yourself and learning yourself and and i'm doing that through not only internal stimuli but also external stimuli and i'm I'm checking out some of the local art scene and you know it's kind of a funny journey because i'm trying to learn what does it mean to be an art connoisseur right that you know you see these folks that maybe have some of the, you know, they're just at the edge of fashion and they're going to these uh, art exhibits, galleries, museums, studios, looking at a piece of art, whether it's sculpture, painted art, uh, you know, whatever they're looking at. And I'm looking at them, looking at the art. I'm trying to observe and learn through, you know, learn through example, like, okay, what is it about this art connoisseur? You know, what, what makes them more studied when it comes to what they're looking at? And then I thought about it, kind of hit me. I was like, you know what? I need to get away from this opportunity to, to get into this mindset of, okay, got to go, got to go off to my next task type of thinking, right? This very anxious on the go driven type A mentality and really take the time to look at that piece of art and reflect on the expertise and time it took the artist to come up with a piece I'm looking at. I think that's the first step. 
to be an art connoisseur is is, is to stop regulate and listen. I'm joking. Was that a, I think it's a vanilla, vanilla ice song. No, but re- really, well, I need to look at, okay, how much time did it take for this artist to work on this piece I'm looking at? And then the next level, in my opinion, and, and fix me if I'm wrong, you know, feel free to reach out to me on the dating doc on Instagram, or feel free to go to my website, hit my contact us page, find me somehow and tell me if I'm wrong. The next level is to appreciate the color, textures, and overall design, right? Like to actually look at the art itself on, on, you can say the surface level. Even though I started deep by thinking of, oh man, you know, this artist spent a lot of time, took a lot of patience for them to work on this. The next level is to appreciate the actual, what I'm looking at. And then finally, to be an art connoisseur, I have to look at, what does this piece of art mean for me? How do I interpret it for me and the collective? What does this piece of art do for society? And what does it do for me? How does it inspire me? How does it help me think differently? How does it help me look through the lens of the artist and then come through the other side knowing that we all are one? And that sounds very spacey and new age for some folks. But I do think these are the levels. I, I really think that these are the levels to, to grow and mature as an art connoisseur. But, but here's another epiphany that I had. As I was wandering through one of these studios, if I learn to be an art connoisseur, do I give up something on one side? For example, the professional basketball player can't master boxing and can't be a professional basketball player because they're limited on time and mental and physical faculty. So if I add this skill set or appreciation of being an art connoisseur, what am I giving up? Does that make sense? When I was younger, okay, let, let's, let's, let's pay attention here. When I was younger, I really thought it was possible to master everything. And I figured that blind optimism carried me this far. But now it's time to be a little bit methodical with it. I I truly need to be like, okay, if I am becoming this art connoisseur, does that mean that I'm not going to be as type A? Am I not going to go towards my task as much? Am I becoming more of a right brain thinker and giving up a little bit of the left brain? And am I at peace with that? Is that okay? Because as I looked through this collection of memes that I saw yesterday, I had a whole bunch of old folks at a retirement home holding up signs that says advice for the younger generation. And a lot of them said slow down or to appreciate things. And I truly do think by looking at art, I'm slowing down and smelling the roses, at least visually. This piece right here, this wasn't in defense of art or um, a disdain for being type A or anything that's uh, of that sort. This is uh, more pontification, self-reflection. And maybe for, for those listening, maybe you can identify with this. My experience recently of going to art studios led me to that epiphany of knowing that as I give up one thing, 
I can grow in another. There is no way that I can completely master everything. I mean, Elon Musk, great guy when it comes to technology and being a visionary. Does he have the best social skills? I'm sure he, he has some challenges with that. Right? So we're not, none of us, none of us, as much as we want to strive for this perfection, we strive to perfection through our imperfections. Like a video game character, right? You have so many points that you can allocate to that player. Strength, speed, stamina, intelligence. You can't max them all out until you start playing the game. And then what I found is if you max all out those statistics in a video game, the game's not as fun. So through our imperfections, we find beauty. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this, which is Thanksgiving and how to communicate. All right, at the time of this recording, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. The cool thing about it, it's the 400th Thanksgiving. I'm not sure if you knew that, but yes, the 400th or 400 years of Thanksgiving, 1621, and now we fast forward 2021. All right, stay with me, okay? It's going to be a little bit boring at the beginning, a little bit of turbulence, but we're going to get through it. So we know the historical context of this holiday. I mean, if you really want to look at it, it's radical hippies from England showed up to Plymouth in 1621 to start the celebration we now know of as Thanksgiving. And yes, I know, folks, there's a lot more to that. A lot more drama involving Native Americans, disease, and backstabbing. I understand that. But I want to focus on is the overall centering of the holiday, which is gratitude and being thankful. Regardless of how ugly of the past it is, let's look at the goodness that came out of it, which again is that gratitude and, and to be thankful. Regardless, if you eat vegan, if you eat turkey or whatnot, this holiday is all about gratitude. Now let's keep in mind, times were different back then. Okay, stay with me. Western European powers, such as Spain and England, they were comparable to the US and China today. They were the powerhouses, they were the super nations. And there was little separation between church and state. It was all based on monarchical rule, right? Monarchies, kings and queens getting married so they can uh, establish and extend their kingdom. That was the time back then. So knowing that that was the law of the land to have church and state in this almost symbiotic relationship, no wonder the pilgrims from England were like, you know what? Y'all don't want to let us practice our own religion and our own belief system. We're going to get out of here. We're going to leave. We're going to run away like that little rebellious teenager. We're going to go off to this other continent and practice our religion, right? And that, that is the, the historical context of, of Thanksgiving. Through a crisis became an opportunity and then something else was, was started. Sort of like a lot of movements going on nowadays, right? Through, through one action, whether it's the unjust killing of a, of, you know, for example, I'm, I'm going to bring it up, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, I thought that was uh, 
atrocious what happened and the fact that we're having to drag this into court and it's still happening. Uh, you know, we, we have the whole situation, uh, movements, BLM, uh, LGBTQ movements. We have movements from the other side, you know, extreme left, extreme, extreme right. And in those, in that crisis, there would be an opportunity for growth, growth that may not need to happen and growth that needs to happen. So this will make sense as I go into the top five ways to communicate during Thanksgiving, but just stay with me again. Through this crisis, through whatever's happening right now, through the panic, through the divide, through all the fighting going on, there is gonna be some growth. Now, as we know, in your yard, in your garden, you can grow weeds, or you can grow beautiful flowers and plants, but they're still growing. And I know you think, oh my gosh, this guy, this guy went on a tangent. But what I'm saying is that the fact that you had these Western European powers that are very stringent on what their people could practice and believe in, because obviously they see that as a threat to power, <clears throat> kind of like what's happening today, right? It squeezed out this opportunity for pilgrims to come over here and again, practice what we now know is Thanksgiving. And in some ways, who knows, maybe, maybe that was a small example. Maybe it would have been a drip, uh, a drop in the bucket. Maybe it was a huge, huge couple cups in the bucket that might've led to the American revolution. Who knows? Okay. But uh, again, this is one of these holidays where Thanksgiving is a time of togetherness and gratitude. But it, it seems like the, this concept of boundaries often takes a backseat because it seems like a pressured cooker gathering of people that have a different communication style that you do. Me living in a Puerto Rican family, we are passionate, we are loud. We are sometimes me, 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 and sometimes we are all we, 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 right? Talks about we, we want to take care of other people, and then sometimes it's just all about us, all combined into the same, and then we switch a roof, and then all kinds of drama, and I can't believe that you're bringing in the ex-husband, the ex-wife, and where's my, where's my Tupperware? And it can be a mess. Yes, we try to find patience with that one crazy aunt that complains about their job, men, or the politician they see on the news. And then the other struggle, for example, for myself, is that I'm transitioning to become a very honest, expressive person, right? AKA keeping it real. And let's say, for example, I realized that the stuffing wasn't up to par. Someone else brought the stuffing. I was like, man, this is not good. So now here comes the inner conflict. Do I express myself? Do I keep it real? Or do I not bother with the argument because in some ways, while I want to protect my boundary of self-expression, I want to protect the, the boundaries of the, the atmosphere. You know, the, the fact that I want to self-express, does that outweigh the fact that I want to offend and insult someone by keeping it real? And then now I, I've just caused all this drama because they may not have the emotional awareness 
to realize, hey, you know what? He's being honest and I appreciate that. Instead, it might be a knee-jerk reaction that just becomes this royal rumble between the family. So that's why I'm doing this because this this bit that I'm doing on, on the top five reasons or top five ways I should say to communicate, it's going to be very important. It's going to be very important, something that you could apply when it comes to relationships, when it comes to business, when it comes to uh, family dynamics, etc., etc. So without further ado, let's now get into the top five ways to communicate during Thanksgiving. Oh, shout out to Rachel, who is patiently waiting for me to cover her Myers-Briggs type indicator. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. And also, the clue, okay, there's a couple of podcast episodes that I've dropped where I've I've left some clues. This is your next clue for a giveaway that I'm doing, some, some money. I'm giving away $50 through Venmo, through my Dating Doc Venmo account to you, the listener, especially if you've guessed all this right. So the first clue I dropped in uh, two podcast episodes ago. This one is crossing the street. Okay, so crossing the street is the next clue. You're going to take the first clue, the first what I mentioned two podcast episodes ago, and then you're going to combine it with crossing the street. All right, let's get into this. So now the top five ways to communicate during Thanksgiving, and this can go beyond Thanksgiving. Number one is actively listen to your family's struggles. Yes, you might be bored or want to race off to take advantage of Black Friday specials, but use this time to listen instead of avoiding what you want to hear. This is a time where you can experiment with actively listening. And you can you can also preface it by motivating dialogue. Hey, auntie, hey, aunt, niece, nephew, grandma, whoever. Not the dog, dog doesn't count. Tell me about... You know, how, how was your year? I mean, was it tough for you? And they may use that opportunity as a stress release, but also as a way to bond with you as a fellow sibling or nephew or, you know, however you finish that. And be there to just actively listen to them. This is a good opportunity for you to also put your phone down. Put that in your toolbox, right? Use it. Storytell. Storytell, okay? This is a good thing here because now, now you're kind of looking at it from the other side. You're receiving information by being an active listener to your family's struggles. Now, let's flip it around your storytelling. Use this again as another excuse to put your phone down. Practice sharing a story. Engage active listeners so they can hear a hilarious or inspiring story from this here. You can talk about dating. You can talk about your job. You can talk about, you know, just have an intro body and conclusion to a funny story something that it's going to be one of these that leave an imprint on who you are during the holiday you know they're going to they're going to be like oh my gosh do you remember when tony told us that one story about claire you know do you remember when and, and these are things that are going to be part of that that toolbox of memories you know they're, they're going to be in that that one of those that you can reach in and use and laugh at years from now People are going to want to remember you from storytelling. So if you're an introvert, if you're the type that kind of kind of laid back and doing more of the listening, practice it a little bit. You can tell a two-minute story. It doesn't matter. But this could be an opportunity for you to now express yourself. 
Number three, which is very important, is to set ground rules. No arguments. Okay, you can you can say that you, know, you can say, look, let's get away from the arguments, which is easier said than done. Set the example, especially around kids. And at the same time, you could learn to walk away if things get bad. That's part of your own internal ground rule. Hey, if things get bad, I'm stepping outside the house. I'm gonna get on YouTube and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Especially if that ground rule has been covered. People should be able to respect it. They should understand where you're coming from. And if it's not, if it's not respected, it's okay for you to move around. It's okay for you to take a break and then come back in, right? Number four, which is related, related to the holiday itself is to internalize gratitude. Okay, yes, be happy that you have the ability to be around family. And they may not be around 10 or 20 years from now. All right, we have become a society that's so focused on the now. Think of the legacy around you. Think of the fact that some of these folks have become bitter individuals for a reason. Be aware of the fact that some of these folks were bitter and now are very loving and love life for a reason. Learn how you can influence their experience on this earth as much as they can experience your life and influence you. Look at how you can add to them as much as they add to you. All right, the fifth one, which is very important. It's not a style. It's not a way to remedy things. It's just communication, period. Check on your coworkers, friends, and other family members that did not make it uh, for Thanksgiving. This holiday season becomes a hypersensitivity of emotions because it's a circumstantial opportunity for loneliness, anxiety, and depression to be amplified. Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, you know, they're they're not even about a month and some days separated from each other, not not to mention just getting into the the mindset of gift giving and, and invitations and whatnot. They're really squeezed in together. So they become an opportunity to amplify these horrible feelings of feeling neglected, of feeling lonely, of missing someone, of, uh, feeling like there's no purpose in this world. So please check on your coworkers, friends, and other family members. As a military man, we know, I'm aware, hopefully everyone listening is aware that there is a huge issue, huge problem with suicide nowadays in the military. And to me, it's very unjust that plenty of us go overseas to serve our country. We come back and we take our own life when the enemy could not do it. So please check on your coworkers, friends, and other family members. It's very important. Check on them because you may help them carry less of that weight that they have. Okay, and for some ways, you know, it's literal and mental. But go, please check on them. Pick three friends. You know, I, this is my challenge to you: is pick three friends or family members that couldn't make it, and just call them. Start off with a good laugh, a good smile as you're talking to them. Even if they don't see you smiling and just check up on them, make sure they understand that they're valued. Don't do this for you. Don't do this for you because you feel better. Do this for them because they, at one point in their life, were a part of your life, maybe still are, and they just couldn't make it to visit their family members or they, for some reason, just wanted to spend the holidays alone. But please make sure that you check on them so it's not the last day that you hear from them. All right. 
This is Chris, the Dating Doc. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please find me out there on social media. Say hi. Just say, look, I really appreciate what you do. Pat me on the back because I need it just as much as I'm patting you on the back. Chris, the Dating Doc. Happy Thanksgiving. Signing out. Peace.